morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Supported by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Well, we know that there have been so many of, of you that have stepped up to help Ukraine over the past mm-hmm. year and a half since the uh, Russian invasion. We know that there are so many organizations stepping up to help uh, Ukraine as well. And there's another one. Uh, it's a local charity called Firefighter Aid Ukraine. And it's been working actually for a long time to provide support to people in Ukraine. And of course, it's ramped up over the past year and a half. Now, uh, really cool, the organization is partnering with Alberta K9, and they're going to send a specialized public safety dog to Ukraine. This dog is really, really cool. It is an explosives detection dog. And we're joined this morning by Matt LaPointe with Alberta Canine Incorporated. And Alberta Canine is the organization that trains these amazing creatures. Matt, welcome to the show. Morning, Matt. Can you... Oh, oh no. we we just lost him. Oh, we that's, just lost Matt. That's not surprising, but we're getting him back here in, in just a couple of seconds. It is fascinating, and too, you, you wonder what kind of an impact a single animal mm-hmm. can have. Well, mm-hmm. obviously, there are a lot of explosives, un, you know, unexploded devices that yeah. are still kicking in, just littering the countryside. So if Torch is able to go out there and help alleviate some of that danger and protect people, uh, that's amazing. It'll be interesting uh, to see how he ends up doing. You know, and, and, and it's interesting, too, because Torch, which is the dog that's going to Ukraine, is the littermate of canine Marshall, which is the ignitable liquid detection canine with the Edmonton and fire department. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's... Uh, it's all in the family. You know, it's all in the family. <laughs> uh, hey, Matt, welcome to the show. Good morning, Jalen and Daryl. Thank you for having me. Yeah, oh, nice to have you with us, and uh, we're glad that we got you back on the phone. Tell us about... Well, let's start first off with Alberta Canine. Tell us about your organization. Sure, you bet. So Alberta Canine, we're located uh, near Gull Lake or just outside of Red Deer, and we breed, raise, and train uh, working canines for a variety of public safety roles. So we train dogs for things like explosives detection or accelerant or ignitable liquid detection um, or uh, uh, drug detection. Uh, We've recently been training quite a few drug and alcohol detection dogs that are working in uh, communities in northern Manitoba. Uh, to assist with things like the opioid and uh, drug and alcohol mm-hmm. crisis up there. Um, so we're working in a lot of First Nations communities that are bringing us in up there to help with that uh, through either purchasing a dog or uh, or we're going up there and actually handling our own dogs for them. Um, and then, yeah, most recently here, we started training Canine Torch for uh, explosives detection. He's a three-and-a-half-year-old Belgian Malinois, and as you mentioned, his brother Marshall is uh, with Edmonton Fire Rescue. Uh, Marshall joined Edmonton Fire Rescue uh, about a year, almost almost two years ago now, and uh, Torch was just still here. He's a, he's a very um, focused, intense dog, so he needs a very specific role, <laughs> and we were trying to figure out what that looked like for him, and uh, we got the idea that, you know what, we, we know that the Ukraine right now is dealing with a lot of uh, landmines and unexploded ordinances over there. And we thought we'd uh, try and do what we could to help and uh, train him up and donate him over there. Well, and that's what has me curious about whether you reached out to Firefighter Aid Ukraine or they reached out to you. How did that work out, the, the connection between your two organizations? So, ironically enough, we had actually mentioned we were up doing some training with uh, K-9 Marshall up at Edmonton uh, at Edmonton Fire, and we got chatting with his handler, and we mentioned what our uh, kind of thoughts were with as far as Torch and just in passing. And he said, you know what? He said, I actually have the per- perfect person to uh, put you in touch with, who was Kevin Royal, 
uh, Kevin's one of the uh, lead directors with Firefighter Aid Ukraine, happens to be with Edmonton Fire Rescue. And uh, he put us in touch with him. So uh, Kevin's got a lot of contacts. He's been over on several trips over to to the Ukraine to, uh, you know, on behalf of their organization. And he's got excellent contacts over there. So he said, yep, I've got the right people to connect you with. And within a couple of days, we had a, a, a like a web meeting with, with the National Guard and the State Emergency Services over in Ukraine. And uh, we're able to set it up, and, and they're quite excited for it. So. I want to talk a little bit more about uh, how that's going to work work in just a moment but uh, I also want to ask you about uh, about Torch uh, the dog because Belgian Malinois are spectacular creatures I mean these dogs are bred to work and to do work like this whether it's in policing or you know firework or uh, in the military what is it about Belgian Malinois that make them great dogs to do this work? It's basically their their intense focus and their high drive. Um, generally, the breed you know doesn't it doesn't tend to, and I, I won't say it entirely doesn't, but they, the breed uh, tends to not make good family pets just because they are they're bred to work. Um, Mostly here at our kennel, we have German Shepherds and, and then we have Belgian Malinois. A German Shepherd, for example, you know, if we have, have a, a litter of German Shepherds, we generally keep them back for six months to a year and we'll start planning which ones are going that we're going to train for work, which ones don't have the great drives for work that would make more of an active family pet. Um, whereas the Belgian Malinois, we tend to just, they're, they're, they tend to be more on that working side, um, you know, through and through. And uh, they're just, they're just a, a very focused, intense dog that, that absolutely needs a job. And then you guys figure out what job is best <laughs> suited for the individual dog, or perhaps the dog tells you what job they're best <laughs> suited for. That's right, exactly. So with this litter that Torch and, and Marshall are from, um, Marshall was more of the social butterfly, um, but one heck of a nose on him. Uh, so that's why he, you know, he fit into that role with Edmonton Fire Rescue very, very well. Whereas Torch is a very, very serious focused. Um, he has he has more of that, uh, just that more. You know, if we're if we're outside, he's constantly looking around, saying, "Oh, what's going on over there? What's going on over there? What's going on over there?" Whereas Marshall will relax and he's quite happy to just. Be hanging around with you right so so how do you train torch to be an explosive um device dog in alberta and then how do you train his new handler when he gets to ukraine to handle him for training over here, it's it's no different than training other any other scent dog that we train. It's just uh, scent association. So they learn that the odor leads them to some sort of reward, whether that be a toy reward or a food reward. Um, so so the training is essentially the same as far as the odor. So we're actually licensed through Natural Resources Canada. We do train with live explosive odors. So we've got uh, we have our explosives kits and we train on the various different odors that that he'll be going on. Essentially, it's you know the same type of explosive over there that that we have here we train him on that and then uh, yeah he's just learning that it's it's a positive reward when he when he locates the odor so um, he thinks he's looking for his toy or for you know for a reward he finds he knows when he goes to wherever that odor is then he knows that he gets he gets that reward um, things like as far as landmines we're just dealing with a lot more uh, buried odor so we'll bury odor you know a couple inches down under the ground in a in a scent tube and he's just basically searching above the ground and he's he learns that okay there's there's odor that's you know just below the surface kind of thing um well how close can yeah. he get to it if i mean if we're talking landmines how close can he get to it like, to make sure that he stays safe so 
we train a passive alert to our, our dogs. So once they start to recognize the overall kind of job of, of what we're training them for, we train them, uh, we can basically kind of tune in or fine tune that, that alert. So with our, you know, for example, our ignitable liquid detection dogs like Canine Marshall, he's trained to get within about an inch of uh, the odor, or this is the odor source of odor. Um, he wants to get as close as he can as possible because he's, of course, telling investigators, "Hey, there, there's an accelerant here or an ignitable liquid here," and he's telling them, "This is where you want to take your sample." So we want him to be very, very, very close to the source of odor. With the explosives dogs, obviously, we have the opposite thing. We don't want them going and putting their nose up <laughs> against the landmine. Yeah. So we then we then fine tune that alert so that they're alerting and generally what that ends up looking like is if they'll they'll step back uh, or or lay down, um, but they'll step back from odor Amazing. and they'll tell their handler there's something over here kind of thing. Yeah, it is it is fascinating the the intensity of the training the ability etc. And we can we talk with you a little bit more about it. We <laughs> want to take a break and then come back with more uh, with you. Is that good? You bet. Okay, Matt LaPointe, Alberta Canine. Uh, they trained up Torch, and he's heading for Ukraine. We'll talk more about it after this. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. We're talking with Matt Lapointe this morning from Alberta Canine, uh, partnered up with Firefighter Aid Ukraine, and they're they're going to send an explosive detection dog by the name of Torch uh, to Ukraine to try and help that nation. Uh, you know, if and when this war finally ends, and hopefully it's soon, with all the uh, the disarray within the Russian army right now, hopefully it's soon. There's an awful lot of work to be done mm-hmm. afterward to try and make the the country safe. Matt, is there any? How much work has to be done? How much work can Torch do? So so how much how much of an impact is, is he likely to have? So the, the discussion I was having the other day with, with Kevin Royal with Firefighter Aid Ukraine, he was mentioning, uh, of course, he's been over there several times and he's got lots of contacts over there. He was uh, mentioning to us that for every one year of, of conflict in, in, in Ukraine or in that nation there, um, they expect 10 years of demining. So there is going to be a lot of landmines, a lot of unexploded ordinances uh, they're going to be dealing with for, for many, many years to come. Um, they do have their own dog programs over there, so within the National Guard and within the state emergency services. But, however, I think right now they're finding that a lot of their, I, I would imagine that a lot of their uh, trainers and that are, are busy with other things right now, obviously, with, with dealing with the actual conflict. So uh, I don't know if the numbers are going to be there right now as far as detection dogs, but, uh, you know, even one extra dog helps and, and to set, be able to send a fully trained dog over there, I think, will help um, immensely because he'll be ready to work once he, once he gets there. Um, so but I, it's definitely going to be an issue for years. So, Matt, who will handle Torch when he gets there? Emergency services uh, is, is the agency that's going to be receiving him. Um, I believe they've they've planned tentatively planned uh, which which you know uh, person or which member of their service is going to have torch. Having said that, between now and September, anything could happen. Something could happen to mm-hmm. to that person. Um, state emergency services right now they're having they're finding issues, and you see it on the news. They're having firefighters and demining uh, demining uh, members that are that are being shot at while they're out mm-hmm. doing their job. Yep. So they said they basically said to us they have an idea who's going to receive them, but that person might not be around by then. Uh, when you have a fully trained dog, like, does it matter who the handler is, or does there need to be some kind of connection between the new handler? and the dog. 
the main reason that we'll be going over is to help with that transition. So whether we're there for a week or two, uh, we'll be there to assist with that transition. The dogs tend to bond very closely to their handler, so it's it's basically whoever's whoever's feeding them and providing them with that that love and affection and, and the time. Um, the dog tends to bond to that person. So that's uh, that's what we'll be there helping with that transition. Uh, Torch is very very bonded to me right now, but once he learns that he works with this this new person and that's who feeds him and takes care of him, um, they tend to bond. You know towards towards their handlers so. this is a this is a this is a uh, well i mean it's expensive to train a dog like this isn't it yeah, we put a lot of it's a lot of hours. It's a lot of uh, a lot of time and hours put into the training. Um, it's not only the actual detection training itself. It's things like environmental uh, desensitization as they're growing up and stuff. We start right from when uh, they're about six, seven days old. We have a whole regiment that we follow, exposing them to different sights, sounds, feelings, that kind of stuff, so that it desensitizes them to it. So that's generally the first kind of six months of their life. Is that it's we take them everywhere. Um, we go to conferences in Canada and the states. We'll, you know, no matter how far the conference is, we'll drive just so we can take uh, a truckload of dogs with us just to go out and take them out somewhere new. So, like, we'll go out to, I mean, Torch has been to, Torch has been to Vegas a couple times um, when we go down there for, for police canine conferences. Mm-hmm. We'll take him with us. We'll take him out on the Vegas Strip. He gets to see all kinds of different things, <laughs> sights, sounds, smells, and that kind of thing, and then it, it desensitizes them. So there's that aspect of the training. There's the obedience aspect of the training, and then there's the uh, scent work uh, aspect of the training. Torch is also trained for what we call public safety patrol, so he will actually do apprehension so uh, or, or handler defense. So if somebody tries to attack his handler, he will he will intervene with us. Wow. Uh, so, you know, what's the value of a dog? You said you guys were donating this to Firefighter Aid at Ukraine. So what's what kind of value do you put on, on the training and the animal itself? So our dual purpose, uh, explosives detection and uh, public safety patrol dogs are right around $25,000. Wow. So that's the value of the dog um, himself. That's that's what we're donating uh, to over to Ukraine. Um, and then firefighter aid Ukraine, obviously with getting him over there, there's going to be various logistics costs and stuff for getting him and getting us over there. Um, so that's where firefighter aid Ukraine stepped up. They said, you know what, we'll, we'll fundraise, we'll take care of, of the logistics costs. And they're also going to fundraise for some critical safety equipment, so like a ballistic vest for him, um, hearing protection, that sort of thing. Yeah, and donations can be made at uh, firefighteraidukraine.com slash donate. Um, Matt, what, what is your hope uh, for for Torch? What, what, what is your, when you take a, a look a year from now, what is your hope for this dog? Well, mainly the reason why we're donating and we wanted to, uh, to help the citizens of Ukraine and help out the members of their state emergency service, help keep them safe. Um, so that's where I see him a year from now. I see him over there doing his job, doing his job very well. Uh, we're, we're, you know, putting in 110% effort on mm-hmm. ensuring that uh, his training is up, uh, you, know, in to- you know, he's in top shape going over there. And uh, that's where we see him is just helping out, saving lives and, uh, and hopefully staying safe doing so. Matt LaPointe, it's it's amazing work that you get you guys do with dogs. Just mm-hmm. being able to train them, the intensity of it, the the discipline that's required to, to train them up and make them such amazing uh, animals. It's uh, it's very impressive. Well, what can you do with Thank two you. Uh, you know not well behaved Britney spaniels, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> we actually we actually have a couple of cocker spaniels right now. We've got a and, and a Springer spaniel. Um, they're excellent excellent detection dogs generally. Are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we'll draw some off for you. Okay. you need to give your dogs some jobs.
jabs there, Jalen. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, just teasing. Matt, great work. Thank you for joining us, and and uh, you know this this donation to Ukraine as well. I you know uh, hopefully it's it's going to make a difference. And uh, as Daryl said, the work that you do, um, and and the work that your dogs do, pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, Thank great. you so much. Thanks, Jalen. Yeah, Thanks, take Jill. care. You yeah. bet. Good on you.